Okay, we're blessed to have our second message uh, for today. It is from our pastor Steve Andrews, and it is entitled, Blessed of the Undefiled. There should be a handout. I think Matt's doing Curtis is doing it for this uh, message today. I want to say a few things. Uh, if truly we are going to have a administration change, uh, definitely the ministry will be uh, looking closely at the things that we'll need to do to, to um, help each and every one of us to um, stay on track and stay in the way. Part of what we're um, uh, doing is uh, to, uh, you know, keep our minds and hearts in God's way. And and as uh, Matt said, we serve the Great I Am, Jesus Christ, God the Father. Those are the ones that we serve. And uh, administrations come, administrations go. We don't know what uh, was going to happen because there could be a lot of litigation. I know in 2000 there was, took 36 days to get it all t uh, untangled. So uh, there may be some things going on that we're not um, aware of, uh, even though the, uh, certain things might uh, come about that uh, is talked about. So be patient. But always keep your mind and hearts with God's word. And I think that's the, the important thing, that we always uh, stay grounded. That's where our, uh, our hope is, is in the kingdom of God. It's, uh, I've, <laughs> at my age, I've seen so many different things happen in this world. I've, I've been through uh, two assassinations. One was a, a president, another was a, um, I think he was like Secretary of State. I, don't, I can't remember what... Um, Robert Kennedy was doing, or he was uh, one of the uh, in, in the administration, and then 9/11, uh, and here we are in 2020, and it's been a, a year, hasn't it? It's been quite a year. COVID-19 and all of the things that we've had to put up with all this time. So, anyway, what I have uh, for everyone here is a, a handout. I'm hoping that. And I'm going to have to read it. <laughs> let, me, let me draw a little background as to reason why I picked this one, uh, the Psalm 119. And it's the first, first few verses right out of that first, uh, first uh, words right out of that first verse. In Psalm 119, I was <laughs> in, in, in my Bible study. I went to a book of Hebrews that was uh, had a lot of commentary in it. Uh, it um, I can't remember the name of the individual that was that had written the book. And of course, it was you had the um, the scriptures in there, but then there was an awful lot of commentary in this. And I got to one section, and all of us that <laughs> know the book of Hebrews and understand what what they're talking about in the book of Hebrews is the a change in from the uh, sacrificial uh, part through the Levitical priesthood to the Melchizedek priesthood. And it's pretty obvious if you read through it and you, 
<laughs> you don't take a lot of uh, um, weird steps off. But this guy, he decided to go off on a, a tangent and talk about all the laws being done away. Just reading this book of Hebrews. You know, and, the, and just all the laws being done away and everything is, is done away in Christ. And he didn't bother to quote Jesus at all, where he says, not one jot, not one tittle of the law shall be done away. And if you teach, you know, that it is done away, you could be the least in the kingdom of God and not make it into the kingdom of God because of what you're teaching. And so Jesus was very specific and of course, what did Jesus have? <laughs> when, he, when he was on the earth and he was walking and he would go to the synagogue, what did they read? Did they read the New Testament? Of course not. They read what we call the Old Testament. They read all of those scriptures. And, they would, and, and at the, every year at the Feast of Tabernacles, they would get up and they would read through those first five books, or at least the book of Deuteronomy, to all the congregation. And so they were grounded in what we call the Old Testament. They understood that it was also prophetic in all that we've, we've learned about, you know, the book of Isaiah and all of the, that uh, Matt had, had been bringing out and different ones have been bringing out and how prophetic the Old Testament is. And so consequently, I got to the looking around, and about five years ago, I gave this, this message on Psalm 119, and I, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through all 176 verses. So, with that in mind, I, I actually picked out a few uh, to go through, but w what I would like to do, as you have this sheet that I've passed out to you, I have a, and, and this, is, this is kind of a... Um, a Bible study technique that, uh, that we've been taught over the years, and I'll just re uh, mention it again. Whenever you come upon a, a subject matter that you're studying in the Bible, sometimes it's nice to have a, uh, to write, whether you write it in your Bible or you write it to the side or something, uh, something about that that you're studying. Uh, a synopsis, a, and you look in most Bibles and they'll always have an outline of different things. These scriptures talk about this. These scriptures talk about this. These scriptures talk about this. And so you'll have this outline of things that, that'll, be in, uh, that'll be there. Well, what I've done in this, and for those that are online, I'm going to try to, to get a copy of this put online so that, so that, that you'll have it. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to transfer this to a PDF file so that it'll be easy to download if you want to, or just be able to pop it up and look at it. But there's 176 verses, 22 sections co corresponding to the 22 letters. Now, the reason why I'm reading this is because the, those online don't, don't have this, so, but I did put it on this, on this past, uh, the, the sheet that I passed out uh, for everyone uh, to look at and to read. So it's very interesting, and, and this, this particular psalm. Uh, 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, each containing eight verses, 
with most but not all verses containing one or more of these ten words. Saying, word, testimony, way, judgment, precept, commandment, law, faithfulness, and statutes. Now, one of the interesting things about, if you've noticed, if you go into your Bible, there's, there's, there's no author, and it is not set to any musical instrument. Although, uh, if you go through and read some of these, we know that some of these have been set to music. Because it, it's, a, it's a beautiful psalm, and it's a, it, it is worthy for all of us to be able to read it and to understand it. And maybe to have a, a deeper understanding of, of what is written there. So what I also would like to, to tell you is this is a psalm um, that you could literally take possession of yourself. You know, the, the Bible is something that we can internalize. It can become a us. This is, this is my Bible. And that's my Jesus. And that's my Father. And that's what Jesus, and that's what they want to understand. But it's also your father. As Jesus said when he, before he was, I'm going to my father and your father, my God and your God. And so he, he let us understand that we have a part in this. So when we, so when we open the book and we look at the words, it's something that becomes a part of us. And we can understand it in a, in a deeper way. So what I have done on the paper, and I was thinking about this, because I'm not sure whether I got put, uh, these uh, headings are, are mine, or I actually got them out of a book. It's been five years, so I really do not remember uh, exactly. But for this message, those are the headings, and they're pretty, pretty good headings for each of these sections, each of these individual 22 letters in the Hebrew al alphabet containing eight verses each. So, um, and that's what I would like to go through for as many of these as, as we have time to get through, which we won't be able to get through all of them. But then, because of the fact that you have this, you can take this home and what I have is, and I would like to explain a little, a little further, this first verse, um, Aleph, Aleph, it's, it's not, um, I, I have it in the parentheses, a kind of a, a, a pronunciation, but I'm not sure that any Hebrew would, uh, scholar would look at that and say, well, that's probably not quite right. But anyway, the first one I've said, a way, not a religion. And we'll, we'll read these words. So when we go through each one of these, I've put a line. Verse 1 through 8 has a line on it. As we read through it, you might want to put a different heading. You might want to go back in to your Bible where each one of those are broken out. And you might want to put a different heading there or maybe multiple headings for that. So it's just a part of the of way to, to, to get a better a feel, a better understanding of Scripture is to have uh, a, sometimes to put headings there that will give you a, a, a real quick synopsis of what is in, the, in that particular area. So, the first verses 1 through 8. Let's just go ahead and read this. I'm not going to be able to read all 
every one of these 70, 176, and, and in some of them I'm going to, to skip all, uh, several of them, uh, but uh, Brian was telling me they, that the software allowed him to, <laughs> to actually put them in these, these little brackets, these eight uh, verse brackets uh, based on these Hebrew, uh, the Hebrew alphabet. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimony and that seek him with a whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect to all your commandments. I will praise you with uprightness of heart. When I shall have learned your righteous judgments, I will keep your statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. And so I wrote down, it is a way, not a religion. God is teaching us that this is the way. And in the scriptures it says, this is the way. <laughs> in the kingdom, we're going to be teachers. We're going to say, this is the way, walk you in it. Well, what way are we going to be teaching? We're going to be teaching the Word of God. And this is the way that they're going to be walking, in this way. And so, as we inculcate God's Word in us, we walk in that way. And we try our best to walk in that way. Boy, the psalmist here, whoever wrote this, really emphasizes God's commandments, God's truth. And when we really understand The basics of what Christ taught when he was on this earth, he taught a stronger understanding of the commandments and the way of life. Remember, he says, if you look on a woman to lust after her, you've already sinned. I haven't done anything. But I looked on that woman and I, you know, so it was stronger, much stronger. But it was still the scriptures. It was still the, the commandments. And Jesus did not say the commandments were done away. It is those who look at the, you know, Paul's writings and seem to, to see that he, oh, he's just getting rid of the commandments. Well, it's not true. And you can, you can prove that for yourself. So let's, let's go on to the next, next verses here. And I want to see which ones that I have. 9 through 11 on this one. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto according to your word. Well, in the, in the scriptures it talks about young, young men, but I'm going to include young women in this. Wherewithal shall a young person, a young man or young woman, cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. According to what is written in this book. Become, as a young person, become a disciple of Jesus. And you will walk in this word. Become a disciple. A student of Jesus Christ. And he will point you back to this word. With my whole heart have I sought you. 
Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Does that sound like a familiar song? My, Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you? That I might not sin? Yes. I'm not sure. I didn't look that one up, but I know it's in there. I know we've done it. And so I wrote that one as a beginning. If you're a young person, this is the beginning. To trust God, trust God's word, trust Jesus Christ, trust in the word of God. And it will lead you to God and to his way. So let's look at number, uh, number three here. Uh, that was, uh, I've got bat, bat for number two. I'm not exactly sure. It says Beth, B-E-T-H. If you have a Bible that has each one of these uh, uh, marked in, some of them do, some of them don't. Gimel is the next one. Gamel, Gamel, continuing nourishment. Let's see if that. Let's see if these words, continuing nourishment, verses 17 and 18, deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open you my eyes, that I may hold wondrous things out of your law. Wondrous things out of your law. So if we're praying, open my eyes. I want to understand deeper, more. I want to have a deeper understanding of why you've created us and put us on this earth. I want to understand why you have given me these laws. What, what's the point of giving me these laws? I think... You can figure that out. Without law, there's anarchy. Without law, there's anarchy. And we're seeing a little of that in our, in our society, isn't it? When, when the laws are not kept, it, it allows anarchy to, to, to go on. In verse, let's see, verse 19. I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. Well, we think about it. We have a finite life, don't we? We're here for a certain many, a certain length of time, and so we have a window of opportunity to learn God's word, to learn His commandments, to learn who He is, to learn what He is directing us to do in our life. So we have this finite time. So we ask God, please open my eyes so I can see. Help me to understand your commandments. Help me to understand what you want me to do in, in, in this life. Number four, um, Dalet, I think that's how I've got it pronounced. Dalet, and <clears throat> let's see what we have here. I want to pick it up in verse um, 25. My soul clings to the dust. Quicken you me according to your word. I have declared my ways and you heard me. Teach me your statutes. Make me to understand the way of your precepts so I shall talk of your wondrous works. And of course precepts are ordinances and the word talk actually can make can be meditate on. That's what these are all about is meditating on, thinking about it. What is God trying to teach me as I'm reading these? How is, how is this applicable to my life? 
My soul melts for heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. Remove from me the way of lying and grant me your law graciously. I think that was as far, you know, I want to read all the way to the end of this one. Um, I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck to your testimonies, O Lord. Put me not to shame. I will run the way of your commandments when you shall enlarge my heart. And so I said in that one that that was an opening or a way. An opening or a way. So open up to me these things. Help me to understand them better. The next one is hay or heat. Uh, I think the way that it... Uh, hay. Uh, we would say he, but I think in Hebrew it would be uh, hay. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in the path of your commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my, my heart to your testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away my eye from beholding vanity, and quicken you me in your way. Establish your word to your servant, who is devoted to your fear. And so we see even a lot of, uh, of things that are uh, talked about in different places in the Bible, even in this psalm. And I, I referred back, of course, to 2 Timothy 3.16, the breath of God, the word of God, the breath of God. It's, it's interesting that this is what this is talking about. So let's go on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead to number six, which is um, vu, you. Uh, way, <laughs> I've got W-A-Y, vave, and vu. And I'm not sure exactly how that one uh, comes out. So let's, let's read some words, 41 through 45. Let your mercies come also to me, O Lord, even your salvation, according to your word. It's interesting. Even your salvation, according to your word. So we find the understanding of salvation, of being saved in God's word, right? We do. We see prophecies. We see all kinds of different things that are, that are established in God's word. So shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproach, reproaches me, for I trust in your word. Take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in your judgments. As we go through our life and, and we, we meditate on God's word, it becomes a part of us. Sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night thinking about things that, that are written in, in the word. And especially in times like this, we reach out to the Word to help us to get through it because it is an anchor to our soul. This is our anchor. We can have all those other things out there, but this is our anchor to our soul. So shall I keep your law continually forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. 
I will speak of your testimonies also before kings, and I will not be ashamed. And I will delight myself in your commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will I lift up to your commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in your statutes. And so in that one, I have salvation and liberty. I call this salvation and liberty. And maybe you might have something else there, but I see by understanding our salvation, and we understand it's through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice, we also understand that we have liberty in Christ. We have liberty in the Word of God. We have liberty. And no matter what goes on in the world around us, we can always come back to the Scriptures and be encouraged and strengthened because of what they say. The next one is Zane. And it is, uh, let's see if I picked up all 49 through 56. Yeah, I'm going to read all this. Remember the word of your servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my infliction, for your word has quickened me. The proud have had me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined from your law. I remembered your judgments of old, O Lord, and have comforted myself. Horror is taken upon, hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake your law. Your statues have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have remembered your name, O Lord, in the night and have kept your law. This I have because I kept your precepts. And it's interesting. Sometimes we do wake up in the middle of the night remembering things that, that God has, has, has been helping us to understand better, especially if we're studying his word. It becomes a part of us. And we say, oh, I'm struggling with that. Help me to understand. Ian was, he was always saying, I pray that God will open something up and help me to understand. If, even if it's just a verse, help me to understand that. Well, God will. His, he will help us to understand these things. Comfort in affliction. Comfort in in affliction. That's what I wrote there. And you might have something different to add to that. But I wrote comfort in affliction. And that's true. That's what we have during our times of affliction. What do we do? We turn to God. We turn to the Word of God. We open the book. What's going on? How do I know in my own life that these things that you promised are true? And then being convinced and strengthened you go on. That's true. Comfort in affliction. The next one is, uh, let's see, Heth. Even though there's a C there, I think it's pronounced Heth. Uh, let's see. What my, uh, where did I? I didn't, read, I didn't pick up all of these. You are my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep your words. I entreated your favor with my whole heart. Be merciful to me according to your word. I thought on my, on my ways and turned my feet to your testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep your commandments or to obey your commandments. That word keep actually can mean obey your commandments. And so in that one, I had written uh, repentance and a new birth. 
You are my portion, O Lord. I said I would keep your words. Isn't that what we do when we're confronted at the first with our need to come to God in repentance? I will follow you, Father. I will repent of my sins. I want to be your child. And so we see that in our own selves, in our own coming to God, in our own way that we come to God. The next one is, I think, I think that T-E-T-H is just Ted. And I have um, 65 through 72, so I want to read all of this one. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed your commandments. Before I was, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now have I kept your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me. But I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease. Boy, I'm about ready to have a heart attack. As fat as grease. (laughs) But I delight in your law. It is good for me. That I have been afflicted. That I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. What did Jesus teach about you know, seeking those things. That precious you know, pearl of, of great price. Which is the word of God. Which is the truth. Which is salvation. And all the things that are in the, in the word of God. Are greater and more important and more valuable than all the gold and silver in the world. Because someday, someday, in the kingdom, when we're spirit beings, we'll look back, oh, all of those physical things. We'll be thankful that we were able to, to live that during that time, but we will be so thankful to be in God's kingdom. No matter what he gives us to do, we will be Rejoicing and glad and happy and joyous. And it will be a, a wonderful time because we have put our whole heart and our mind into following those things. The next one, even though in my Bible it has J-O-D, it's actually um, Yod, uh, Y-O-D, Yod. And, and your hands have made me and fashioned me Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. This is an interesting one, uh, one here. And, I've, it's, uh, and I read the last time uh, Psalm 139, so I'm not going to go there. But what I wanted to, to, uh, to emphasize, your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. When we come to the understanding that he is our creator and that he has created all things, we come, uh, I think we, we have a better appreciation for, for life itself. Uh, it's fall. And there's no greater painter than God. Have you noticed? It, it, we have not got the, the best fall. I think there's 
there's been some better ones in my, my lifetime. But there are some beautiful, beautiful yellows and oranges and reds that are on the trees out there. And I, I, some of the leaves are falling off the tree, that, and they have a lot of yellow in them. And I got to looking at that, and I got to thinking, how in the world does an artist create a painting of something that, that the, the great artist has already painted? How am I going to match that yellow? How am I going to match that red? If I sit down to paint this on a canvas, how am I going to match that? The great painter has already done it. Isn't it amazing that in the end of the life of a tree, at the end of, his, of the, the cycle, as they, as they die off, a lot of trees turn beautiful, brilliant colors. We can appreciate creation. We can appreciate ourselves. You have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. By understanding who we are and that we are created and God has given us his word, I think we can come to a better appreciation of all things. And so with that, I call this, we have a creator. We have a creator. And by coming to an understanding of who he is and the power that he has and the, the beauty that he has put by there. Of course, Yod is the first, it's the little tiny, little, little kind of weird looking mark in Hebrew in, 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 in God's name, Jehovah, Jehovah. Yod, hey, hey, hey. The Tetragamarian. And so it's a, it's a beautiful little, little mark. And it's a beautiful word. And there is um, that one verse is what I focused on in this particular uh, uh, part of Psalm 119. So let's go on to, to um, the next one here. Kaf, uh, just like all the rest of these, even though they try to, to write them out, it does turn out to be a little bit different than what you would think. So, now let's see what I had here for this one. I've got to get back up here. Let's read 81 to 88. So, it says, My soul faints for your salvation, but I hope in your word. My eyes fail for your word, saying, When will you comfort me? For I become like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget your statutes? How many are the days of your servant? When will you execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have dug pits for me, which are not after your law. All your commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me, uh, help you me. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not your precepts. Quicken me after your loving kindness. So shall I keep your testimony in your mouth. And so we see in that one, salvation in, tri in tribulation. We can call to God in time of tribulation. We can reach out to God in, in times in which our, our hearts and, and, and minds and our feelings are, are stressed. And, and, and you might be feeling that now uh, in, this, in this time that we're going through. But you can always reach out to God and take those concerns to him and say, Father, 
your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have that prayer, and we can pray that. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And someday it will be, because Christ will return. Someday. We don't know when yet, and maybe sooner than we think. Lamech. Uh, how do I have that one? Lamed. Lamed. Um, you might want to go and look, see uh, if, if some of what I put down is correct. I think it is, but I'm not real sure. Are these little parentheses were just uh, 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 something that I looked up. And you know how those uh, lexicons are and how they, they, how they put those things together. And so you might want to look in that. So this is Lamed. And it's, I, the verses I want to go through, 89 through 92. So let's look at these. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Now that is a definite, isn't it? There's no turning back. There's no changing. Your word is settled in heaven. One of these days, it'll be settled on this earth. But right now, it's settled in heaven. Your faithfulness is, all, is to all generations. You have established the earth, and it abides. They continue this day according to your ordinances, for all are your servants. Unless your law had been my delights, I should then have perished in my affliction. So I, I came up with uh, this one here. Teaching and learning. Teaching and learning. And that's what we're doing. We, every week, uh, our own personal Bible study may be going off in different things. And the Tuesday, uh, twice a month Bible study may be going in a different way. And even here, when we come here, we learn because we're being taught and we learn. I, I learn. I read the words. I, I learn things and, and things uh, jump out at me and I think about them. And so all of this is important in every way. The Old Testament, the New Testament, Christ's teachings, uh, the Bible teachings and everything. Uh, the next one is Mim. And let's try, pick it up in verse 97. We'll go all the way through that one. Oh, how I love I your law. Wow. It is my meditation all the day. Oh, how I love I your law. It is my meditation all the day. How many of us really do that? Think about what God has created in his law for us. You through your commandments have made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. It's interesting, isn't it? By God opening our minds to certain things, we understand the spirit in man and the spirit in God. You know, the spirit that is given at, at baptism. We understand that. These things are something that God has revealed to us. It's, it's there. It's in the Word. It's just like with the, uh, in the Chosen. When uh, 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 I can't think of it now. 
that's again my senior moment, and then I. Um, I'll go on. I know I'll, I'll think of it in a little bit, in a minute, and I'll, I'll read some more and I'll think about it. Let's see, where was I? <laughs> I have. I understand more than ancients because I I keep your precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep your word. I have not part, departed from your your judgments, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey in my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. And it was Nicodemus that I was thinking of. In, in, the, in the, the, the thing of the chosen as he was um, confronted by Christ. All of a sudden, you know, he was trying to understand this, trying to understand this, trying to understand this. And I don't know, and the scriptures doesn't show that he, 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 he was uh, completely understood it, but in the show, he finally came and Jesus said, you know, hugged him and he was very broken up about it. But that's as important, that we come to understand those things because God has opened them up through his spirit. The next one is, it says N-U-N, but it's pronounced like noon. Noon. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. If we meditate on just that one verse, we just think about it. why is that the, the, the truth? Why is that one statement so important for us? Because we walk in a world full of darkness, don't we? I mean, there's all kinds of darkness out there, brother. All kinds of things that are going on in this world. And and without the light of God's word, we would be following the darkness. We need the light of God's word. It needs to direct our path. We need to be able to foresee what's going on in the world that we, we live in. We need perception. We need the spirit of God to help us to perceive, to see what's happening in the world that we live. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep your righteous judgments. I have sworn and I will perform that and I will perform it that I will keep your righteous judgments. There are things in our life that we keep that we we want to live by. We want to be um, to have God's guidance and, and live by. And so we see those in God's word. The next one, number 15, is Shemaka. Shemaka. 
Shemekha, Shemek. It looks like Shemek, but it, it does have um, M-E-K-H, so Shemekha. Let's pick this up in verse 113. I hate vain thoughts, but your law do I love. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Then we go to the New Testament. What do we find? God tells us about the armor of God. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. We have a tremendous hope in salvation through our Son, Savior, Jesus Christ. And every time we read the words, we can think about the New Testament, can't we? Oh, yeah, I can think about Jesus and his, and his sacrifice for me. And how he lived his life, obedient to God, obedient to, to the precepts we're in here. It's almost like these are the things that, that he followed. He followed this and lived this. Live these things. And as you read them, you, you think, oh, he probably walked this way. He probably lived this way. He probably thought these thoughts. Hold you me up, and I shall be safe. And I will, be, and I will have respect to your statues continually. You have trodden down all them that err with your statues, for the deceit is falsehood. You put away all the wicked of the earth like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. You know, it's important to have respect for God the Father and Jesus Christ. And the Bible calls it a fear, but in reality, we know it's the deep respect that we are to have for them. My flesh trembles for the respect, the fear that I have of you. And we also understand that it is a fear because if we go astray, and we give up this way, there is only one path that we have left, and that's the lake of fire. And that means that you've really denied everything, and you've denied Jesus Christ, you've denied uh, the Holy Spirit that is given, and you, um, and I'm, I'm hoping in the kingdom, there will be so few of those, only Maybe those that are truly most wicked and evil. So I've divine support and protection. That's what I call the, that section. Divine support and protection. For those of you who are here, you've already seen that. And I think you probably understood how, why I came up with that particular one. Ayin. Ayin. Or however you want to call it. Um, and this begins in verse uh, 129. I want to I want to go to my notes and make sure that I'm not going any further than. Um, let's see. I... Okay. I... I have done judgment and justice, beginning in 121. Leave me not to my oppressors. Be surety to your servant for good. Let not the proud oppress me. 
my eyes fail for your salvation and for your word of your righteousness. Deal with me, your servant, according to your mercy and teach me your statutes. I think all of us want to be dealt with according to God's mercy. We don't want to be there when he pours out his wrath. We want to either be um, in the kingdom, um, resurrected or you know, protected, whatever, but we don't want to receive the wrath of God. Deal with me, your servant, according to your mercy. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. So, I, I wrote that one down as sight and insight. Uh, you, may have a, you may have a better uh, idea of that, but I wrote that one down as sight and insight. The next one is pay, or fay. And I picked this one up in verse 132. Look, you upon me, and be merciful to me, as you used to do to those that love your name. Order my steps in your word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Sometimes we get so embroiled in, in a weakness that we have that we don't, you know, we don't overcome those things. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep your precepts. Make your face to shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. Rivers of water run down my eyes because they keep not your law. And the next one is um, number, and I call that one, order my steps. Give me one. Let's pick this one up in, in 137. Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. Your testimonies that you have command are righteous and very faithful. My zeal has consumed me because my enemies have forgotten your words. Your word is very pure, therefore your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet do, uh, do not I forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is the truth. Your righteousness, not our righteousness, God's righteousness, Jesus' righteousness, is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is the truth. You know, they, you know, I have a, a John 17, 17. What, what is truth? Thy word is truth. The word of God is truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, yet your commandments are my delights. So that one is righteousness. I wrote the word righteousness down there. And the next one is uh, cough, K-O-F, cough. Let's see, where did I pick this one up? Beginning in 145, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I cried to you, save me, and I shall keep your testimonies. I prevented the drawing of the, uh, the draw, dawning of the morning and cried. I hoped in your word. Sometimes 
the Psalms are a great place to go if we're troubled. And reading the Psalms out loud to God. My eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness, O Lord. Quicken me according to your judgment. They draw near that follow after mischief. They are far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. And so we see here, this is with our whole heart. That's what we want. With our whole heart, we want to follow God. We want to follow his precepts. We want to do the best we can. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. And how do you know that? Because you study the scriptures. You study the word of God. And you know from the word and from history and from different things that this is the truth. So I put that down as um, this cough as with our whole heart. Well, let's pick the next one up, beginning in 153. And I think I just have that one verse. Consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Deliverance and adversity. Deliverance and adversity. You can go through all of these scriptures here and, and pick them back up later and put in maybe something different. The next one is shin or sin. Beginning of verse 161. And let's see where I've got. I think I picked it up. 165. Beginning in 165. Great peace have they which love your law, love your law, and nothing shall offend them. That's interesting, isn't it? Great peace have they which love your law, and nothing shall offend them. Because we have wisdom, we have understanding, we have the, the understanding of God's word. Lord, I have hope for your salvation and done your commandments. My soul has kept your testimonies. I love them exceedingly. I have kept your precepts and your testimonies for all my ways are before you. As we found out, David said, boy, I can't go anywhere with, with God isn't with me. And if we have God's Holy Spirit within us, they dwell in us because we are the very temple of the living God. The next one, and the last one, is Tau. And it's the last one here. And I'll read, I guess I'll just go ahead and read right on through to 176. And, and you can read there, God's truth and perfection. This is God's truth and perfection. And by the way, I missed a, <laughs> I missed a number. Not starting at 19, it's starting at 169. Let my cry come near before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips shall utter dispraise when you have taught me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteousness. All your commandments are righteousness. That's very important to understand. Let your hand help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I have longed for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live, and it shall praise you, and let your judgments help me. I have gone astray. 
like lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Those are things that we can learn and, and be guided by. God's truth and perfection is in his word.